This is week nine. Can you believe we are at week nine? You are listening to the Beyond Unroll podcast. I am the White Dragon. And this is Sir Briz. So this was a great week for commits. I was really happy with some of the commits that we had and what we got this week. So Steve committed some slope dodging fixes. He committed them several times, different fixes, to try to see what the results of them would be, I imagine. The other things that he committed to were some capsule collision issue fixes, and some of those exposed problems like there was a problem with mantling, and through a bug fix in the capsule collision, he was able to fix mantling also. Some other things that were committed this week, scale test that Jim committed, a map that's basically kind of a guide for mappers of this is how high you can make a wall to jump on, this is how high you can make a wall that you can't jump on, this is how far you can dodge, this is how far you can wall dodge, various things like that throughout the map. Although it's kind of funny, there's one where he says this is how far you can do a a wall dodger, and you can't make it because he put a sign above it, and you hit your <laughs> head on the sign. You can't make the jump that he <laughs> intended right there, which I thought was kind of funny. And at the end of this week, we got CTF committed. Yeah, so they've kind of been making small little incidental CTF changes here and there. Yeah. I've been keeping a unofficial change notes up to date, and I don't post every commit that's on there, because some of them I don't necessarily understand, and some of them I'm like, well, nobody's actually going to like really notice or see that in the game yet. Yeah. So they've kind of been making little piecemeal changes here and there, and then... Today, especially, they just, like, dumped the whole thing out. There is a CTF game type. You can pick the flag up, return it, and score. There's still a lot of bugs with it. doesn't work over network, but it's there. Also, along with the CTF changes, they did commit a version of Face. Yeah. So it needs a lot of work. They don't even <laughs> have the teleporters in there, which drives me yeah. nuts. But when I go into Face, the first thing I want to do is teleport to the top of that tower and yep. look at things. But... <laughs> guess you'll have to turn on fly yeah i guess i'll have to fly or, <laughs> or move one of the spawn points up there or something unreal engine 4.3 came out this week and they yes. did commit a bunch of stuff to support unreal engine 4.3 yeah, they, they, they switched it over and one of the nice things with that is that they actually decreased the cpu load of the editor so it runs unbelievably better <laughs> I, I have noticed it takes a little bit longer to start up but it doesn't eat up system resources at all like testing the game while the editor's running it runs so much better it's quite noticeable they also changed acceleration yes they definitely so. did in concert with that what they actually increased significantly was the deceleration yes well they, they set them pretty equal to the same thing now right they're both yeah. 4000 right well Acceleration it was 4,500, and they lowered it to 4,000 when they increased the deceleration to 4,500. So mm-hmm. in terms of feel, both of those changes made just a flat-out huge difference. Huge difference. I don't know if acceleration's quite high enough for me, but Steve brought up several things on the live stream this week that are good points to consider when you're yeah. talking about acceleration. So, the question that I asked was, because if you look in their code... They said this is what acceleration was in UT3 and in UT99. And in UT99, it was 5,000, and right now they have 4,000. So I asked them, why did you use that value? And the answer that we got back was that there's some problems with the netcode, that the netcode has to predict where the player is going so that when you switch directions, they don't just warp all over the place. And so Steve said, 
obviously we want to have acceleration as high as we can, but the limitation is the engine. And he also mentioned that he has some ideas about how they can improve the prediction. So I'm happy because I believe in you, Steve, and I know you'll fix those problems and bump the acceleration up to 5,000, fingers (laughs) crossed. (laughs) Well, and even if they don't, where the values are right now feels pretty good. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot of playtesting lately. Mm -hmm. And if you guys want to get in on that playtesting, all you need to do is join our IRC channel. It's on Global Gamers. You can even get there from irc.utchat.com. That's the in-game UT chat server. Yep. Uh, It's owned by Global Gamers. Come to our number Beyond Unreal channel. There's a ton of people in there that are interested in playtesting all day long and all night long, practically. There's people from Europe, from North America. Yeah, and we have a Europe and North America server now, too, thanks to Raxi. Yep. We playtest all the time. We update pretty much every single day. If you don't have the editor, that's okay. We've got package builds you can run. Come help us playtest. So we've played several times with the new values, and I personally feel like where they're at right now feels really good. They might need tweaking still, but in terms of how they feel compared to before they made the deceleration change, (laughs) it is a night and day difference. In fact, we have a few custom movement prototypes on the servers right now. And before, we were playing with them all the time because the deceleration-acceleration problem was so pronounced. But lately, we really haven't been playing with them all that much because there's not a huge difference between the prototypes we were making and the way that it feels right now. It really is getting to a good spot. I think now is a good time if you want to make a prototype about movement. Now is a really good time to do that because now that they've really refined a lot of those controls and added a lot of the mechanics that were missing, like the, the landing and so forth. Mm -hmm. Now there's really a lot of options to try and do things. So I know some people were doing things with wall running, for instance, this would be a really good time to pull those back out and try them again, because I think people are really willing to try those things right now. Yeah. And it's important because a lot of the core values are in a pretty good place So you don't really need to tweak around with them too much right now. Just putting in whatever movement prototype you want along with the current core values is a lot easier. You used to have to go in and change a lot of the values just to make it feel good before you even added what you were trying to show could work. Now that the values are set to more sane values, in my opinion, it's easier to go in and add a a small feature and say, here's how this feature would work and show everyone how it could be implemented properly. After their podcast, there was actually quite a bit of activity on the forum about a couple of mechanics that we didn't really talk about last week. So the first one is the double jump. So (laughs) they just railed into the double jump on the stream. Yep. Because I had made a comment earlier that hey, I want you to be able to double jump off of lift jumps. And the thing that they really harped on that I hadn't really considered was that with the double jump, that the height of the ceilings that they were having to make with double jump was one of the things that they really regretted in UT3. Yeah. In fact, Steve said that he was a big proponent of double jump in UT3 and that he thought that maybe that wasn't the right decision in that game even. Yeah. Uh, which Looking which, back. <laughs> which is really a recurring theme for a lot of us, right? Yeah. I was a big proponent of dodge jump when UT 2003 came out, and now I'm 
okay with parting with it. Yeah. I was actually really surprised when this game was announced and I started talking to the people that I knew. What do you think it should be? And most of them were on the same page about that particular thing. Yeah. In fact, there's been a few people that we've had pretty uh, vehement arguments with on, on Beyond Unreal, especially about a lot of these mechanics in the past that are now almost completely on the same page as us. And we've said several times that it's kind of funny, you know, we've gone back and talked to these people. They've looked at the reasoning epics given and they say, yes, I see those exact same problems. So I agree. We shouldn't have these mechanics. It's just been kind of an interesting thing to see for us. Every version of the game that's come out, we've had these big arguments about what X, Y, and Z mechanics being there or being gone mean for the game here we are where a lot of us actually agree with each other now, looking back on those several years later. Now, I wouldn't let the fact that they trashed on Dodge Jump dishearten you if you have some ideas about maybe how you can fix it. You know, every time that this argument comes up, it turns into this big holy war and people are trying to shout each other down. And Epic said pretty explicitly in the stream, we really don't care about your religious wars. And whenever you start them, we pretty much stop reading. Yeah. But you could make a prototype and show that it's still a good mechanic or maybe it fixes some of the problems that they had. There are still some ideas out there. For instance, one of the ideas that I've seen is that you should be able to double jump after you translocate or that you should be able to double jump if you've fallen a certain amount. Now that everything's in place, those things should be pretty easy to implement. And not only that, you get a cool flair if you've made prototypes that Epic recognizes. So try it out. Yep. I want to talk about walking. They they said in the stream, we don't want to have walking. And then a bunch of people came out on the forum and said, well, we should have walking. Which, yeah, I was kind of like, what, really? Because I never walked. Some of the reasons that they gave for it was it can help you with trick jumps, which which is true, but any trick jump that I did, I was always good enough that I didn't have to use that safety to prevent you from falling off the ledge. Yeah. Some people said that I use it for footsteps, not hear my footsteps so I can see what the enemy is doing. When then that happens to me, I stop moving. <laughs> But I'm not a good one-on-one player, so I'm probably not the right person (laughs) to ask about that. I can kind of see Epic's position where they're saying, you know, we don't think that this matters enough, that we should put all of the effort into implementing it. And apparently, code-wise, it's all been implemented, but animation-wise, there's no animations for it, and animations are a pain in the butt. Yeah. But... I would argue that they should still do it because people are going to come around behind and try and mod things and having that walking animation would be really useful. And it's not like walking is going to harm anything. Yeah. (laughs) So if they can find a way to stick it in, I would definitely do it. And if you are an animator, just go and animate it and the problem is solved for us (laughs) and we appreciate it. To me, it seems like There's the crouch argument, which Steve brought up. And if you could jump and dodge out of crouching, that you get kind of the same effect as walking anyway. The only difference between the two mechanics, as long as the movement is the same speed, is that your view is lower when you're crouching than it is when you're walking. And I can see how some people will be a little bit frustrated by that. But at the same time, I never used walk in UT. I didn't even have a key Um, bound for it. Yeah, I didn't either. And... 
and I did use Crouch. So when we would do 1v1s at our local LAN, and we would do these 1v1 tournaments in UT 2003, I, I would crouch. When I was trying to hear footsteps, I would crouch. So thing. let's talk about the slope dodge changes. They made it a lot more consistent from what it was last week, which was something that we kind of mentioned. So now if it's any surface that is slope dodgeable, it gives you about the same height off of it. Yeah. And that's regardless of if it's a little tiny bump on the ground or if it's an entire wall. Yeah. What would you change from here? So right now I kind of like where it is. In F08, there's a tall wall that you can just barely make it up in specific situations, which feels really good. So when we were playtesting and had a bunch of people in the server, it was actually really nice to be able to slide up that wall to the next level to move into some of the other areas of the map. I kind of liked that. The things that I would change myself, you still get a fairly sizable boost off of short sloped walls, and I think that that doesn't really translate well. I think Jim in the thread where we discussed his and Joe's movement prototypes was kind of right about being able to boost off of a tiny little wall and make a jump that's a lot higher than a regular jump or even a wall dodge. I just think the messaging on those short walls isn't very good. On the tall walls, it's pretty good because you slide along the wall and you generally stay close to the wall yeah, most of the time. It makes sense when you're doing it against the wall, for sure. Yeah. And when you do it off of a little bump, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Now, the counter to that, though, is that I do believe that it needs to be consistent, right? So you don't want to have situations where looks like you should be able to slope dodge on it and you can slope dodge on it but it doesn't take you as high as you would expect yeah so one of the changes that steve committed earlier this week that has since been fixed was making it so that some of those shorter walls weren't at a sharp enough angle to to slope dodge on and what the end result of that was was that you would hit that wall thinking that it would be you would be able to slope slope dodge on it and it did nothing now My personal opinion, and this is just my opinion, is that the slope dodge should be a lot more proportional to the size of whatever you're hitting. So if you hit a short wall and you're only colliding with it for a short period of time, your boost off of it should be very low. If you hit something that's taller, you are sliding along it for longer, you should get a little bit more of a boost from it. Um, I also look at it very situationally. Slope dodge is not a mechanic that you walk into a new map and use effectively the first time. It's all all about finding the spots where it really works and where it actually benefits you. Yeah. So some of the places that I think it works really well is those stairs in FOA where you can basically skip over the stairs. Yeah. And I think that it should be tweaked so that even though that's a pretty small bump, it's only like 50 units high, you can still get that boost. The same token... I don't think you should be able to slope dodge all the way up the big wall. I think that you should really only be able to get up about one level. And I think that that wall is about five to 600 units. The lowest overhang that you can walk under is 200. So you add 50 units on that for an actual wall, you get about 250 is about the lowest story that you could have, right? I think you should only be able to slope dodge up about a story and a half. So between 300 and 400 units. 
I also want to say about this thing that we actually had a bit of a back and forth with Jim Brown about this particular thing. And I thought it was actually a really good discussion. Uh, it seems like everybody came out of that with a little bit better knowledge of how things work. And it seems to me that we pretty much said everything that needed to be said. So now is the time to just go out and try a couple of different things and see where it should come down. Yeah. So last week, we, especially I, complained a little bit about the communication Epic has been doing. And, and this week, I think that they improved quite a bit over previous weeks. We actually got a fair amount of feedback from Jim and Joe and Steve on specific features that we were talking about or specific mechanics that we were discussing, which I really liked. The one thing that I think would still be nice in a few cases are where Steve will commit something like these uh, slope dodge changes, and we just have to guess what his slope dodge change actually fixed. And the one thing that I think I learned from this thread with Jim and Joe's movement prototypes was that when they came into the thread and said, okay, we're going to say specifically what we changed and why, they explained it, and Jim showed pictures of what he thought, and Joe responded to Jim, and they kind of disagreed. To me, that was so good, because we didn't just get an explanation of what they did, we also got to see them disagreeing a little bit on the specific mechanic and how they interact with each other on those kind of things. Yeah, and so now we know what we need to do on the community side to help them make those decisions. Yep. I have that unofficial patch notes thread. Yeah. And I don't put everything in there. And honestly, some things I don't understand. I'm actually a pretty decent programmer, but I don't necessarily have the time to try and go through every commit and figure out exactly (laughs) what he changes, especially when I don't have a lot of familiarity with the Unreal Engine code yet. They're relying on the community to notice the commits and tell everybody else on the forum. Yeah. And I think that as an Epic employee, you fix something, you should be able to celebrate it and say, hey, guys, I changed this. Congratulate me because it's awesome that the Excel and Decel changed. Yeah. I do empathize with Steve a little bit because, like he said in the stream this week, Epic will come into the forums and just say something off the cuff and it gets translated into... They're ruining the game because they don't want this mechanic. When really all they're saying is, even with walk, for example, that may be a good case. They're saying, give us more reasons why we need to do this because here's what we're thinking. We should be giving them more reasons instead of saying, oh, they're ruining the game because they're not including walk. Yeah. And I also think that part of it is that they only have so much time to go and make long posts on the forum, right? Yeah, that's true. And I'd rather you be doing work and writing code than posting on the forum. Yeah. But to taking things out of context, because I know that we ourselves have done that, but at the end of the day, we got your back, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's going to be portions of the community that are going to say dumb things and take things out of context. But there's also portions of the community that are really paying close attention and are trying to help in any way that they can. And as long as Epic tries to be open with the community, I think that those things will resolve themselves. Yep, I totally agree. So something I think that they touched upon really well in their last live stream was just how are we going to develop this game? Yep. It really started when they were talking about polls. Yep. So there's been this whole thing about that there's polls and a certain faction is winning in the polls and it seems like that they're ignoring that poll. 
And they pretty much straight out said, hey, that's not how we develop things. This isn't a democracy. And it really makes sense. There was a really good comment by Anubis on our last podcast where he basically said that Epic is going to have to trick some of these people into thinking like developers. The community is used to brawling it out on the forums until one side gives up. Because if that other side gives up, then maybe the developers will be more inclined to take your position on something. That's not how development works. Can you imagine if you were working at your job on a development team, and that was how you made decisions on a development team? (laughs) That it was basically bludgeoning your coworker until they give up and quit? That's not a good way to make a game. And on the same hand, could you imagine if every decision made on a development team was based on majority? It doesn't work like that. Where I work, it's always about consensus. And if there's a disagreement on the team about something, that means we go back to the drawing board and we try and figure out a way that we can make everybody happy so that even if there's a disagreement about a particular thing, we can all agree that this is what we're going to write at the end of the day. When I look at a poll and I see that 40% of the people are diametrically opposed to something, that says to me that there's not a consensus there and that you got to go back to the drawing board. Just think about the numbers. If you have a game, and let's say that 10,000 people are playing that game at any time, because that was about what it was in UT99, and then you go and you make a change that pisses off 40% of them, what are you going to get? You're going to get 6,000 people playing your game now, right? And what was that? That was basically Unreal Tournament 2004, and we can see how that lasted. It seems like, hey, we have a majority, and a 60-40% majority is pretty sizable, but when you think about what is actually required to make a successful game, that's actually quite concerning. Yeah. The other aspect of the design is that there's a person that can say whether... X mechanic or Y mechanic fits the style and the feel of the game. So an example that I've brought up multiple times is a cover mechanic. Why doesn't a cover mechanic make sense in UT? And there are people on the forums that have asked for that feature. So there is interest in it, but I would imagine that most people listening to this podcast would say, no, don't put a cover mechanic in. It doesn't make sense. And why? Because it doesn't really fit the feel and the style There's a person on Epic's team for this game whose job it is to define what those things are, and that person is Jim Brown. And he's always going to say no to things like a cover mechanic that just don't fit the style and the feel of the game. So that person already exists. So when you're looking at a mechanic like Dodge Jump, for example, Jim Brown is never going to come into a thread where a whole bunch of people are complaining because... They like a mechanic, and they dislike a bunch of people that are disagreeing with them. He'll come into a thread and see somebody that has made a prototype of a dodge jump, showed why that prototype doesn't cause the problems of UT 2004, and then may consider that mechanic for UT at some point. One thing that's important to remember is in the stream, they never said that dodge jump will never be in this game. Exactly. They said that dodge jump will not be in this game right now. They want this to be a living game that they can support well into the future. And if a mechanic like Dodge Jump makes sense at some point because the community is asking for it and somebody has shown them that it can work, they're going to put it in the game. 
people that are complaining about mechanics that they feel like are being completely ignored, the reason why they're being completely ignored right now has nothing to do with whether the mechanic is good or not. It's more about how it's being presented. You can't just come into the forums and say, I like this mechanic, put it into the game. You know, making demands of Epic is a waste of time. You need to come in and show Epic why Dodge Jump is good or why your favorite mechanic is good. And particularly in video form, that's something that they emphasized on the stream quite a bit. They want to see it working. It's one thing to pull in a blueprint or pull in some code and just mess around with it and try to guess what was happening with it. It's something else entirely to watch a video of somebody using it and know exactly the things that they were trying to focus on in that. We're not the ones that you have to convince. Yep. Epic is. And when you start fights like that, Epic just ignores them. Yep. And so it actually works to your disadvantage to communicate in that manner. Yep. The best thing that you can do is make a prototype. If you don't have access to the engine, ask somebody to make a prototype. Make a video. Show that it can work. And if you do that, you're much more likely to get mechanics like that in. Now, a lot of people on the forums are going to say, you guys really hate Dodge Jump and you keep trying to tell people not to even bother with it. My response to that is, we haven't been saying that. I mean, I've posted a couple times in the last week saying, if you're making a Dodge Jump prototype, keep going. There's yeah. going to be Dodge Jump mods for this game almost from day one. You might as well build the best one that you know how and get it well balanced now rather than wait and let somebody else do it. And the other thing too, is if you come up with a great version of dodge jump that doesn't cause the problems it did in 2k4, then get it in the game. That's great. I love dodge jump. I think it's a fun mechanic, but I don't like the problems that it caused in 2k4. And I don't want another game that has those same kinds of problems. And I would also add to that because this really isn't about dodge jump. I mean, there's more to come, right? So Epic specifically mentioned the possibility of slide coming in. There's some other interesting ideas about wall running, possible compromises on double jump that could be explored. Don't be discouraged from doing that because you could have a significant impact on the game. Epic has said if you make a prototype, they download these prototypes and look at them. Raxi's server in Beyond Unreal has almost all of the prototypes that have been posted on the forum, and people are playing with these prototypes. Yep. So there's really no reason not to go in there and start doing that. Yep. I mean, we're playing ones with dodge jump. We're playing ones with wall running implemented, and we're seeing what kinds of things we see with multiple people in the game. The thing is, is Epic doesn't have the time to try every idea that gets posted on the forums, right? Yep. That's why they've opened it up to us so that we can do it. Yep. All right. Well, I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> um, as always, like and subscribe to our video. Please come to our IRC channel, play test with us. We'll see you next week.